everybody welcome to a girl talks um in this episode we're going to be talking about what is happening right now here in the united states for all those that are watching whether you're tuning in on news or on your feeds on any platform that you have you know what's going on there's this movement black lives matter and i think it's a conversation that needs to be had i as a person of color um have a lot of feelings personal uh sensitive emotions emotions to this and you as a caucasian male Mm -hmm. that's getting into the 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 politics by the way i'm with a good friend of mine jay spinelli hey Um, guys tell them a little bit about yourself so i'm just a regular joe and i'd like to say thank you for having me on the show first and foremost i have listened to your podcast before and i have to say you really hit a lot of the issues that are out there and it's very important for uh, women of your standard and obviously of the ethnicities to be able to speak out. So first and foremost, kudos to you and what you're doing. Thank you. Uh, what I'm doing is I'm on the rock bottom. I'm starting from the bottom of where I've of uh, the political realm. Mm-hmm. So I'm working within the town. I am on the board of health for okay. Union, New Jersey. And I'm working with a lot of political individuals right now to learn how to actually rise myself up to different standards. But in the reality of what we're talking about, I'm very involved with uh, keeping track of what's going on in the towns and what's also going on outside of that. So you've seen it as well. I've seen it. I've seen it. You're very much involved. And I know that um, uh, we actually had a conversation before this all happened with George Floyd. Um, there was a situation that happened not too long ago with the gentleman that was walking. Um, mm-hmm. yep. and, and he was shot by two retired officers of father and, and son duo. And um, I remember you called me because you're like, what is all this about on your Instagram? You saw the amount of hate that I was getting. But do you recall who these people were? So are you the people, the individuals that you're saying hating mm-hmm. or yeah, the individuals that I saw hating? I do not recall exactly who they were. Do but you I, think that they were they were, were white? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think they were of Caucasian. Uh, You know, again, we're starting to see with what's going on and it stems from, and I know a lot of people don't like the faces, but the leaders that we have within the political realm Mm -hmm. are not standing up for what's going on and they're showing that it's okay to hate. Yeah. and not to acknowledge what's been going on for the past 400 years. So to go back to what you were saying, yes, I absolutely saw that you had individuals that were coming at you. On a very personal Correct. and very disrespectful notion. Correct. It's okay for our leader, our president, to have the practice of freedom of speech, but not for me, mm-hmm. which is, it cancels out everything. Yeah. You know, people are complaining that, you know, uh, that that's Snapchat is taking away um, Trump's access to their app and that Twitter might be next. And everyone's like, well, he's our president. He should be able to talk just like all of us. But then people like myself get attacked for speaking my mind. I made this post May 7th. Okay. It was when they um, arrested these gentlemen. I remember that, yes. And mind you, it, I think it was how many months or a year? Like it's, It was a long time that these people were even prosecuted. Like yes. They were just roaming free. Yes. Now, here's a question for you, because I know you see this a lot. And let's get to that social media aspect that you were just speaking of. Mm-hmm. It seems like, again, with that hashtag Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. they were holding that back. What do you know about that? What do you know about them doing that? Because I know you're very involved with the social media aspect. You're really keyed in on that. Yeah. I think that as a person that has influence, we all have influence. That's the thing. People always think that because you have a blue check mark, you're a person of influence. We all have influence. You have influence. I have influence. My mom has influence. My mom has influence on me. Your friends, your relationships have influences on you. And it, and, it, it, and it does not matter how many followers you have. But when you are in the industry of where, where I'm at, where you're titled an influencer, a social media influencer. And I, I'm She's doing air quotations doing, if you can't see right now, guys. Um, it, it, it gives you this pressure just like you would an athlete or uh, uh, any other 
uh, elite status celebrity, which is you need to be careful with what you say, which is why I'm always very conscious of what we're doing. So a lot of our uh, influencers, such as myself, started using the hashtag Black, Life, Black Lives Mattered. But the reason why it was being uh, an issue, it was on Tuesday because the world went blacked out. Correct, they which was out. really cool to yeah. see. But keep going because we'll get into that. They blacked out. And the reason why they said do not use Black Lives Matter um, is because... It will then, if you, it'll just black out everything that we've been doing these last three days, which makes sense because if you're using the hashtag, that'll be the recent thing you see, right. as opposed to all the other things, all the information, all the material that you would need to know about all these people, say their names, um, and that's why they were like, use Blackout Tuesday, Blackout 2020, so that could be its own entity, its own force, kind of separating yeah, it, yeah, okay. separating it. Wow, so, but cool. but TikTok was completely removing the, the ability for you to even use Black Lives what Matter. What do you mean? How does it do that? So there's algorithmic things. Uh, here's the thing. Social media isn't what people think it is. It's definitely run by a lot of agencies. And sometimes they don't want people using things to influence other people, which is why it's not a country where you can just freely speak because if an app such as TikTok, which is created, the creators are in China, mm. are still filtering through what can be seen and what cannot be seen, then a lot of it has to do with the politics and the other stuff that people don't really dive into too much. Going back to the whole thing, it's kind of a scary situation when you see these four individuals. Well, it was a four or five altogether, if I'm not mistaken. Um, let's I, go. I, I I'm keep, sorry. I it's keep, four. I keep hearing yeah, it is three four. and then there's a one. So yeah, there's Yeah. Four. So it's four. So uh, these four individuals that did what they did. And again, we went to a, uh, a vigil lighting the other night for this and we knelt for eight minutes. It's eight minutes and 48 seconds is yes, what exactly yes. it was. And when you're That's doing right. that, you kind of just really feel what it's what it would have been like. Yeah. The eight minutes and forty eight seconds is so long, and it really just makes you so sad to think about an individual's life being taken in that time span of time. It, it's. Have you ever had anyone sit on your like like lay on top of your chest? Like I'm sure after you know a movie or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's pressure. Yeah. It's pressure. Like you heavy breathe, and mind you, they're not putting dead weight on you they're not putting their whole entire weight on you they're just laying on you right and even then you like stretch your your chest and you expand your lungs to get air in and and um, imagine a man of this guy's i mean george was a tall strong guy but nonetheless when you have your arms to the back and you're completely um um against something as hard as yeah Yeah. it's, it's 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 tragic because people didn't want to believe that it was racist or an act of hate oh people have been trying to hide this for so yeah. long yeah i mean here let me ask you a question have you ever felt anything have you ever been through a situation where you felt like you were being pushed aside for your race oh yeah i mean i remember and i talk about this a lot with uh with friends that are white um and even like my partners in in, in my life um that don't understand because they don't see it they, they see me and they see me right well, white privilege is um, a real thing yeah, I'll, be, yeah. I'll be 100 percent yeah. about that and so they, and we they don't forget, know and yeah. they forget that i'm not white they forget that i'm latina they forget that i'm i don't know how they forget this stuff it's obviously that i don't look like them hmm. but um once they're around me they, they they and dating me or being around me they they see it they see people looking like why are they both together mm-hmm they see the snares. They see people holding their bags. They see women pulling their men to the side. They see men being men, but um, even some white men being very, very nasty and hateful. And it's it's been as young as me as remembering it. I was six years old. 
me and my mother were walking to the bodega. Uh, instead of going to the, the corner store, we used to walk an extra couple of blocks. Um, it was in a, in a Portuguese neighborhood, and it was in their corner, and it was uh, it was Siabras. It was a Portuguese uh, supermarket, the one that's on um, Pacific Street. Where was this, in Newark? In Newark, okay. yeah, where I grew up. And I remember we were behind a, a Portuguese woman, and she looked back, and she saw my mom, and she saw me, and she just grabbed her purse and, like, started walking really fast like holding it close yes. to her okay. and i felt i felt bad like for i and i didn't know why i felt bad and and obviously i was too young to understand prejudice and racism it was a moment though that i will never forget and then as i got older and i realized that because of the color of my skin because of of just me being a woman of color this is the reason why people react the way they react and it when you're when you're in a relationship or you're amongst friends that are white, they don't see it until they're with someone of color. Now let me ask you a question, because again, I don't know what it's like. To, how does that make you react when you're actually like growing up? Do you actually start to look at other people differently? Do you get do you get any anger or animosity at any times because you're like, well, you know, white people have it easier? No, no anger. It's more so being aware. Okay. Being aware that you have to work a little bit harder. Being aware that things won't come as easy. Um, being aware that um, you're always going to stand out in ways that uh, should not even be a, a, a conversation. So it's just a lot of awareness. And this is why I can't ever tell any of my black friends that I understand. Mm. Because the level of, 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 of prejudice... Are, or extremes between it's also different because you're a female someone as myself yeah yeah so you know but but i understand and 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 it's beautiful to see white people say i understand that i don't understand right. but i will stand yeah. with you we're here with you no matter what yeah. and that's that's kind of where i have mm-hmm. to stand because i have not been through a racist situation uh it's not something again i have felt white privilege where i have been pulled over before and I was not taken out of the car, but I was with an African uh, African uh, American young man was with me, my friend of mine. He was taken out of the car, and I was not. Mm. And in that in that scenario, he got back in, and I was flabbergasted. Mm. Didn't understand why, yeah. and there wasn't anything done. So I've seen it from close, yeah. but you're never going to understand. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Not until you're in that situation. Yeah. So here's a question for you again. What do you think is the solution? Like we're all, everybody's looking at the president. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking at the leaders that are out there. Even you yourself, mm-hmm. someone with influence. And there's a lot of people you got, uh, uh, you know, I, again, Jamie Foxx has Every been out there. Right now yeah, out there. Ice Cube. I mean, I mean they're they're amazing. They're, a lot of people are really putting themselves out there. Uh, white, black, yeah. uh, Spanish, Asian. Yeah. I've seen a lot of Asian love showing, which is yeah. good as well. Uh, what do you think is actually going to get us past this and into, into progress? I think what's going to get us is the generation of now, the youth, um, because they see it. They see it. There's no hiding it. Uh, Will Smith said it. This isn't the first time it's happening. It's the first time it's been caught. It's more televised. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's the difference because yeah. everything is visual and everything's instant, um, and, and it travels so much faster in our own hands versus what we're watching on the news, what, what we're watching, what the government wants to curate for us to feed our minds with the news. Totally different than what the real raw world is about, mm-hmm. and um, and because of that, I think it's really beautiful to see people of all ethnicities around the world saying this is this is, has to stop. I mean, it's something that's 
we all know exist, but we turn a blind eye. And I think that, you know, you growing up in, in the time that you grew up in, and I did too, like, you heard people like Dr. J, Snoop Dogg. Oh, we were uh, huge. New World Order. Biggie, Tupac. Talking about, Come on, NWA. Talk, yeah, yeah. Yeah, talking about this type of stuff. So it's not like, it's not like we were not aware. It's not like you weren't aware. No, but you know what? It wasn't. Like you said, it wasn't as televised, no, wasn't. so it wasn't in our face at all times. And we've actually seen that with this is not the first time, you know, we've had the riots in 92, mm-hmm. we've had certain riots happening, but again, back then in 92, you didn't have cellular phones yeah. that had cameras, yeah. so you couldn't get, like you just said, that information so quickly. Yeah. Which you, I mean, again, that is such a big, valuable point that people are utilizing now, and it's really making this last, yeah. which is the, which comes to the point where what do we do to keep it going? Because you don't want it to, to fizzle. What do you think we have to keep doing? Gotta stay gotta stay in the face. Gotta stay in their face. Here's the thing. When I posted that thing in May 7th, it had nothing to do with... Um, oh, by the way, that was a great post. Yeah, I have to tell you, I really liked what you had to say there. I know there was a little bit of backlash, if I'm a, not mistaken. It was a tweet, and there's so much you can write in a tweet, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So I tried to condense it, and okay. it, it basically wrote... I wrote this. I go, God is great because those two people were were arrested. Mm -hmm. I go, America, and I'm asking questions like, take a good look at these two. Hate has always existed in this country, which obviously if you follow U.S. history and you follow the news, you'll understand what that means, right? right? So hate has always existed in this country, but it's being purged out because of Trump's racist undertones. He's got to go. That's how I felt at that very moment. Otherwise, purge the movie will be a real thing with Make America Great Again. Right. I said this in May 2nd, May, May 7th, rather. If you look at what's going on in our feed, that looks like the movie, The Purge. Sure. It looks like the movie, The Purge. Sure. There was a lot of anarchy going on. Lots of hurt, lots of angry, lots of anarchy, lots of bigotry still. Some people that are not part of the movement, but are just there to cause more ruckus and, and make people think badly of people of color because there's a lot of white people that are the ones that are looting. Sure. You know, and they were even starting it. And we saw videos of, of white individuals crazy. who were making it look like yeah. they were, you know, and then there were ones with the police. Again, I don't know what's ever doctored or not. I never get into that. I just kind of look at it from like the back. I, I step back. I take a look. I go either one way or the other. This is terrible. It's the terrible. fact that any of that can happen. And you again, the word you keep using, which is very important, is the word hate, mm-hmm. because that word right there is what hate brings fear. Yeah. And fear and, brings ignorant behavior. There you ignorant go. Behavior yeah. And the most ignorant behavior is violence. Yes. And that's where we're at. Yeah. I think it's starting to die down a little. I think the peaceful protests are now taking over. But we are are still seeing some of the police activity. That's... That's still going on, right? Did you and see what happened to the old man the I other day? Did, like, I did. I mean, why Why do you feel like you have to? In that situation, it's an elderly man. Right. I don't care if he's white, black. He's an elderly man. I don't understand it. Why would you, one, push him that way with such force? And why would you touch him? Why, yeah. what, what can he's he not do causing you? a problem. What, he's, not part of the, the, what, he's not part of the problem. Don't what, do anything. What harm can he physically do to the cop? Yeah, no, nothing, nothing. And and I look at when I watch these videos. You know what? Kick. You know, I mean, I don't understand because I, I sit there and I go, these police officers have to know, and they're not all bad. We all know no, that. No, we know that. We're not sitting here pointing at cops. every single one, right? And I'll tell you something else that I saw, which kind of bothered me as well. But let me finish this thought first. Don't they all know that they're being videoed at all times? Not that they shouldn't. They shouldn't act like this, whether they're being videoed or not. But they are. They have cameras in their damn. Thing. Right, but I mean, people are walking around. 
yeah. videoing these protests. Yeah. The other thing that I saw, which is what I wanted to touch base on, I saw a picture of a white woman mm -hmm. protesting, giving the middle finger mm -hmm. to two black police officers. Mm -hmm. And then the caption basically said, wow, thank God Martin Luther King did what he did to get these two black gentlemen mm -hmm. to, you know, to have to deal with this woman putting her finger. That, to me, is also disgraceful. She doesn't know if those police officers did anything ever at all. Yeah. And she's just throwing her middle finger in front of them. Yeah. And I don't know if... It, that's the other thing we have to be careful of. And again, even as white individuals, uh, David Goggins, who's one of my favorite individuals, he's a motivational speaker, he was a Marine. If you don't know him, guys, David Goggins, he's awesome. Wrote a great book as well. I'm like promoting him even though he doesn't know who I am. Dave, you need to be on our podcast. David, oh, David Goggins, <laughs> you got to speak to Jesenia, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but he made a great comment a few days after this had started unraveling. And what he said was, African Americans can only do so much. Yes. White America, you have to stand yes. up and show the rest of the world yes. that this is not okay anymore. Yeah. Wasn't okay before, but now we're not going to let it happen anymore. Yeah. See, my watch just told me I was right. Yeah. Uh, so to me, that was him spinning it in the right direction, and he's absolutely right. As white, as a white American. Caucasian male, I know that every single day and every single morning and every single night and afternoon, I have to make it my responsibility to stand up for Latin, Asian, Black, or African American, or whatever it is. It's That's part of my job. What do you have? It goes down to like, let's say if you believe in religion, whether it be Buddhism, Christianity, uh, Muslim... It's treating everyone with human dignity and respect. It has nothing to Nailed do with it. color. Yeah. It has nothing to do with color. Yeah. And it's just like, it boils down to, are you really this Catholic? Are you really this Buddhist? Are you really this Muslim? Because if you practice what is being practiced and what's being told to you in the, in the scriptures, and in all, it all boils down to respect, human dignity, and loving, loving thy neighbor. Yeah. So it's crazy to me that we have to now, it's crazy to me that, that you guys feel like it's your responsibility. I love that you, I love that white people are taking accountability and saying, hey, you know what? They've been trying to do this for years themselves. Yeah. Clearly they're not being heard. Clearly they're being undermined. And maybe we need to step up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because yes, without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do this. But you just said it. It's everybody. It, yeah, but it, it boils takes down to that. Every single person that walks by each other, everybody I walk by now, I make it my business to say, how you doing? Mm -hmm. to make, and it's hard because people are wearing masks. Yeah. But I make it my business to just say, good morning. How are you? I went to the food store today. Mm -hmm. I must have said good morning to every single person I went past. And a few of them were shocked. Mm -hmm. But if you do that, you truly can make a little difference here and there. And that's where it's going to start to yeah. me. Yeah. To, to me, it's ironic because like I grew up raised Catholic mm -hmm. um, and I still believe in, in, in it, I go to church with my parents, but I'm very in tune with my spirituality in regards to the world and the universe. And something as simple as you saying, hello, can I help you? Good morning. It's, it, it boils down to also faith and what your upbringing and, and beliefs are. But how, look at the, 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 the synergy, look at the laws of attraction. You say something positive, they feel better about themselves. You put some good that the world needs in this and world. And it kind of does a pay it forward. Yeah. Because it keeps going on yeah. and on. That person will yeah. then do it for someone else yeah. and someone else. And it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a chain of reaction that, again, it all boils down to why, why is this happening? Why are these men, women, and children? I mean, some of the people that have died have been so senseless. A man eating ice cream in his own apartment. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you and know? the young woman who would have been, her birthday would have been yeah. today. And I apologize, I don't have her name off the top of my head. I know everybody's been posting about her and they said she would have been 27 years yeah, old today. So she was shot in her own home. It was, it was they went into the wrong house, the police officers. Yeah. Well, let's go to the police officers yeah. for a second. How do you feel we should handle that? How do we get it so that police officers, this stops happening? How do we do I, I that? I think mental health is really important in, in this line of work. Um, People that may not know or may know, I worked at the hospital in the psychiatric ER for 13 years. And one of the things that time. completely, yeah, I mean, I went there before uh, my freshman year in college. And then eventually I just, while juggling this, I was able to work my way up as an LPN license. But um, Trump came and shut things up. I mean, he started messing with the uh, mental health uh, uh policies and these bills and he shut down a lot of facilities and like it's it's we have this country is really hurting when it comes to mental health with our own you know uh soldiers that come back from war like it's so sad so to me working at this i shared this this conversation with you not too long ago mm -hmm. and i'll share it with my audience um i remember an incident where two police officers brought in a prisoner who had suicidal thoughts needed needed to be evaluated psychiatrically cleared our unit is a locked unit facility. What does that mean? You can't go in and out unless you have a badge, and you can't okay. take the badge off of me unless you rip it off of me type of thing. Um, and so it was relatively very light for a, for a weekend, and he was one of the first people that we had, and he had two cops with him that were with them around the clock. And who was it? Who was the person? Um, it was a patient. It was okay. a prisoner that, that, that claimed to be suicidal, and, he, and we needed to clear him. He had shackles on his hands and on his feet, and then he had uh, another thing that connected his hands and his feet, like okay. another long chain. This guy had it while he was laying in our bed. We were like, okay, this is crazy, because like, technically he's not a prisoner, he's a, he's a patient. But the cops felt more comfortable, and we were like, we were trying to call the department to say, this is not right, this is not right. They're not giving up their baton. They're not giving up their 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 their, their pepper spray. They're not giving up their guns. And mind you, we're in a psychiatric ER. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. One and two. N there's nothing that they haven't been trained that they won't be able to tackle that we as women on this unit handle almost every day. So right? why do you think they were doing that? Um, I, I I feel like they don't. They are trained, but they're not really trained because what happened next was something that just sickens me to this day and you had to been there to understand how 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 unreal it was i'm looking up at the monitor i see the the patient getting up mind you he's still shackled both hands feet and then the feet and the hands connected with the chain and he's crossing the room to go right across the hall which the bathrooms are there and the police officer was like wait hey guys like i'm about to piss myself he's like don't move he's like i have to go pee all of a sudden, the guy grabs the baton and hits him in his leg, which he falls onto the floor. Oh, shit. Now, the other cop is on him, and the and the patient starts to spit and starts to bite because he wants him to get off of him. He wants him to get off of him. The other cop pulls out his pepper spray and sprays him in the face. Mm. Mind you, by that time, we had four people on that side of the unit. May I ask, was he African-American? He was okay. African-American. And, and one of the cops were white, and the other cop was Hispanic. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't understand. First of all, when I opened that door, our, our nurse's unit is completely uh, closed off to the world. It's, it's, it's bulletproof so that if people bring, you know, like things or arms whatever so like, it's like a safe room. yeah it's like a safe room and i opened it up and the first thing i, I just you get hit with the, the 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 what's in the air it's recycled air and we were we had to open up 
this secure ER and made it unsecure because wow. we needed to ventilate because all of our other clients were unable to breathe. You know, eyes were being burnt. My everything was. Have you ever been pepper sprayed? I have not. Okay. That was the closest that I ever got, mm. and it is painful. And I can't even begin to think of the little girl that I saw on my feed that a Seattle cop pepper I did see that. Face. Yeah, I did see How that. How do you do that to a little girl a yeah. pe- at a peace protest? Like, that's the stuff that I don't understand. So I think there has to be... Trump has to do something for mental health. So now let me go back. Let's go back to this because you're making a good point. And, I, and I'm not saying that the, the, the Trump thing, but what I want to say is so you think that the police officers should have more mental help as well Therapy, yeah. because what they go through. Therapy, yeah. good word, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so in doing that, I think you hit a good point because I also think, yes, there is a lot of trauma There's that comes trauma, along. There's trauma, stress, lots of stress. I mean, it's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what? They're, have you ever worn their uniform? I have not. Okay, but do you know what they have to put on to be safe? Oh, the bulletproof vest. It's I mean, like a bunch yeah, of Kevlar. stuff. Yeah, they have the. I mean, you can't breathe. You're sweating in it. You so, feel constricted. You so can- there's a point that I want to bring up about, and just going back, like you were talking about the mental health part, mm-hmm. which is really interesting because I think there needs to be more analyzing of each individual not only when they first come in because that's very important mm-hmm. i really think we need to do better right. a better job yeah. at looking who the individuals that they're bringing into the force they are they do it with the military they do and again Sometimes that yeah again people little. slide through but we really need to make sure that we're putting the right people mm-hmm. because on the side of the cars all of them mm-hmm. it says to serve and protect yep. so these individuals have to have some form of empathy mm-hmm. and heart mm-hmm. while they're doing the job. Now, that doesn't mean that they're not going to watch their back, and that is mm-hmm. where the mental health mm-hmm. comes in play. But we really need to have somebody in there mm-hmm. who's watching them on a day-to-day basis, yeah. someone who's keeping track of every individual that's going on. Mm-hmm. Because when this happens, when these things happen, mm-hmm. we're watching four police officers yeah. do this. One is doing it, mm-hmm. and the other three are doing nothing, which is just as bad as yeah. doing it. There's something wrong there. I myself have Superman syndrome. If I had seen that, I would not be able to stand there. I would have, and I know there were other people videoing, so that's good. At least they got the video out there. But I would have been the first one to run and knock the cop over. And I would have been either arrested or killed. Yeah, they're being videoed. So the cop that's on this guy's neck, what were you thinking? Like, were you just complete? Did you just snap and not care? Did you just snap and not care at that point? I don't know. It's a good point. Because there are cameras everywhere. You know you're being filmed. You know we're living in a world, too, where people are filming. So it's Do like... Do you think they think they're untouchable? Oh, my God. I dated a cop. Okay. I dated a guy that became a cop, and that badge does... That does give you a, a sense of power. Okay. A sense of, uh, a sense of high and a sense of um, authority on and off... Uh, Duty. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we change that? Because that's a big mental thing. You were just talking yeah. about mental. That's a huge mental yeah. aspect. Yeah. How do we do that? What do you do? You got to provide the right uh, therapist, the right social workers. I mean, just like they're social workers for families that are, you know, um, um, underprivileged and also families that are coming out of abuse. You have to understand trauma is trauma and not everyone processes it process it the same way mm-hmm. so these these cops are dealing with trauma i mean think about it every day could be your last day 
Yeah. That's a scary thought. And that's why, like we were saying, we know not every cop is bad. No. A lot of them put their life on the line yes. for a lot of people out there. And again, even when we went to the uh, the vigil mm-hmm. a few nights ago, we saw all the police officers in union when we were at town hall got on one knee. The yep. chief said to them, do what you feel is right. Oh, yeah. And they all did. Every single one of them got down on one knee. It was extremely impressive. But you're, the mental health aspect and what you're talking about is such a big deal. I think that they do go through a lot of trauma. Yeah. But these individuals, I, I saw a New York City police officer giving the white power symbol to a camera. Yeah. What is, who do you think you are? I, and and how did he get that job? And better yet, how does he keep that job? Here's the thing that I think about when I watch these videos that people are streaming live on their platforms and it's being, you know, blogged and reblogged and shared everywhere. Um, that's got to be a very, it's not even that it's got to, it is such a, um, stressful environment. You have people yelling at each other, cursing at each other, threatening to kill you. You're chaotic. Th- it's chaos. I think of that too. I'm the type of person that, you, and you've known me for years. I've known you for a while, I, yes. I, I, I always think of like, okay, I give people not the benefit of the doubt. A lot of people say, Jacenia, you're just, you're too good. You're better than me. Well, you're open-minded. So I try to look at two things. I, I try to, even with myself, like it might take me a day or two of just reflecting and I'd be like, oh damn, now I see it. But um, I always try to see the other side. And we don't know. I mean, what is it pressure? Did he snap? Is he really a racist? All these emotions as an empath. My God, like I, I, I couldn't sleep for weeks when Kobe <laughs> Bryant died. I couldn't, you yeah, know, I cried yeah. for days when the Amazon was burning. This whole thing with everything that's going on in my personal really messed me up, too. So it, it, it's just like, is it that? Is it hate? Is it I don't give up? You know? And the, the, the thing is, we'll never know because we're not in that hostile environment. Sure. It, it looks like war. It looks like it looks like war. And, and, and the worst part is, like, because there's so many cameras, can they really do what it is they are trying to do? Like, if it was up to them, they'd shoot everybody. Sure. And they can't. Do you think it would have been worse if there weren't cameras at this point? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. You know how many people probably be dead? You know yeah, how many people probably point. be dead? Yeah, that's There's a, a lot point. of people that are injured. Mm-hmm. Uh it's really sad to see some of these girls, you know, posting pictures of themselves at the hospital with, like, like gashes and wounds on their heads and on their faces because they're being shot with rubber bullets. And it's like, first of all, you're shooting a female. What? What? What are you? What are you thinking? What do you think you? What do you gain out of it? That's that's the thing. So to me, it's a big mental health issue. Right. That's all it boils down to. With our president, it's a huge issue because he has a larger power of influence why because he is the one man one man chosen to lead a whole country and let's get into that because today he did a press conference today and i watched the press conference now i i run as a democratic independent republican when i do run when i do my political agenda and the reason why is because i don't believe in looking at one, I'm very open-minded to hearing all sides. I have a hard time sitting there saying, and I speak to, and I have a lot of Republican friends, well, you're a Republican, you have to like all of these to be a Republican. You're an independent, you have to like all these, and Democrat. So let me go now where I'm going with this. The reason that I look at what the president is doing during his speeches, I just feel like, or his press conference, I should say, but it's format of a speech, what he does and the way he speaks is not presidential to me. No. Now, I know others say that's a good thing and that we need to change. And that's, I have to say today, the way he spoke about George Floyd being 
happy looking down because this is what he said. He said George Floyd was happy looking down from above because the economy is getting better. And yes, yes. And the fact that the unemployment for African-Americans isn't as bad as they thought it was going to be. He rattled off a bunch of numbers. Okay, now, I know you yeah, didn't watch it. I know you didn't watch it. This man's dead and he's smiling like, I'm I, just so happy that I'm not alive to witness the economical growth of this country. Right. I know that you didn't watch. So I'm going to explain what I saw. Now, again, I don't know it verbatim because I only watched it once. I try to watch a few things. And I also, I'm like you, I try to give this president... The benefit, even, of the, the benefit of the doubt. I have to I say, have, what I he have. did with, what he does with trade, etc., because he is a businessman, business, yeah. he's very good at that. Oh, yeah, no denying. He's with China, mm-hmm. with all the international. Mm-hmm. So all those that are listening, understand, we, as even if you're a Democrat or an independent, because automatically everybody goes, the Dems this, think about it this way. We look at it where he's done some good. I just think he needs his Twitter account taken away from him too. and he needs to be too. mute. If that was true, there would be less problems. There would be we less wouldn't, issues. Right, exactly. So, but let's, now going back to what we're talking about, about the whole thing, he is our leader. He is supposed to be well-spoken to yeah. the point of showing us what to do. And there was an individual who did that mm-hmm. and it just so happened, and I know all of the other Trump individuals are going to come at me for this one probably, but and yourself because it's your show, but Obama did such a great job he did. at the speech that he gave and put out there about what's going on. It's what empathy. we what we need to guess. Need, you need empathy em- is you huge. Need, you need empathy. You need it, it boils down okay, here's what they teach you in nursing school. You have to be able to be compassionate and have empathy because a life deserves respect. Do you and think that would help with the police a little bit? Yes. And I'm confused as to if they're not taught this and they're not being, you know, drilled the same thing, then that's an issue. The fundamentals of where they're getting some people go to criminal criminal get criminal law degrees, some people just go straight from high school into some people do it because they want to bring good into the community because they're tired of the statistics other people just do it because they want to retire young and want to benefit politically so there's it's also rooted as to no different than people that go into nursing like are you doing it for the money or are you doing it because you love it you got people that are good nurses you have people that are awful nurses you have good cops you have bad cops and it's 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 tough because both careers are very stressful and very giving and very uh rewarding and well can be can be oh yeah very rewarding also very draining so it's like tough to leave the stuff at work so to speak because it's the next day is the same thing how much of a break are you giving these people how many hours are you putting them on um all these other how many resources are you allowing them to, to, to to have access to for their own health and mental health which is very should be very should be a thing now. It should be like, hey, because therapists see therapists. You know that? Sure. Yeah, they see. Sure. They have to see therapists. They're, sure. They're, I watch Sopranos. They yeah, did that in Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. a therapist has to watch. So a poli- I think police officers need to to speak to someone. I, I also think with police officers, it might be tough because they almost go into every situation mm-hmm. where they can't trust anything that anybody is saying so that almost turns off the empathy because they're almost saying and again i'm speculating because i'm not a police officer but i can almost use my form of empathy to put myself in their shoes that if i'm walking up to a car and i don't know who's in it because there's tinted windows on all sides i'm gonna be a little skeptical because like you said life is on the line i'm walking up with my hand on my 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 gun and i'm gonna you know tap on the window roll it down but at that point are you now you've forgotten the empathy because you have that fear and what did we say before fear mm-hmm. brings ignorance. ignorance so it's yeah. almost it's it's scary it, it is, really it's, it's, is it's a vicious it's hard. cycle yeah. it's a cycle that's hard to break it's almost like becoming 
a, a survivor of abuse, it's almost like you don't want to go into the next relationship with fear, mm-hmm. but it's inevitable for it to not exist. Sure. And it's it's almost difficult to put the whole guard down. And when that happens, it's it's when when a person goes in with complete I trust you know I trust and everything's gonna be safe, and all of a sudden you hurt them and their guard is up. That guard's gonna come down a lot lot less sooner, and it's gonna be a lot harder. It's tough. It's tough. There's got to be a balance. There's got to be... they got to figure out a But way. I think you make a good point. You were just talking about trust. I think, you know, like, I don't know the old phrase, how it goes, but trust given is trust received. Mm-hmm. So we saw those police officers online. I know everybody saw it, most people, and if you haven't, please find the video, where the police officer said, we've taken off our helmets, we've put our batons down, our shields are down, we're going to march with you, which was a very big form of trust. Yeah. They gave those protesters... They made themselves vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm which is... A tough thing to do because most police officers uh you know obviously they have to keep a certain persona Mm -hmm. they have to be in that form of control Mm -hmm. which again comes with the mental aspect Mm -hmm. of it which we could probably sit here and go over for 12 Mm -hmm. hours straight oh my god yes but the fact is is that when they did that it did give i mean it made me feel good it made oh that's probably the curfew thing is that what it is are we are we it's uh, probably my phone. I'm not getting it. So, oh, viewers, you're just getting all types of love today. Uh, right? Do you yeah. want your phone? Is that what you're pointing um, at? Turn, let me take, it's right there, I think. Oh, yeah, you see it? Do you see it? I, I don't. Okay, no, it's all right. Okay, so, but anyway. But what, um, but back, back. I yeah, to back to what we're talking about. Back to Trump. It's, it's not even, yes, please take away his damn phone. Get him off of all these damn social media platforms because you don't know how to use it. The problem is this. When you're delivering these speeches, not everything revolves on money. Now, yes, you need it. You definitely need it. And yes, Obviously, yes. The country it, has to be run in it, a monetary way. Yeah. Which, let me kick... Before you finish your Trump portion, mm-hmm. let me just give you one other thing that I want to speak out about. Because I think it's very important that we look at the way the educational system goes. And I'm going to go real, th- real quick through yeah. this. I look at the educational system and the money that comes from taxes in the neighborhoods mm-hmm. as not the best way of doing this. And Mm -hmm. let me explain. So you know, as I know, taxes from the individuals who live in the areas pay for the schooling, Mm -hmm. the okay. That's all, it's okay, it's been doing it for a while, but I think it's an old way of doing things that we need to change. We need to give every single student and or individual in a school the same educational opportunity that everyone else gets. Yeah. You can't have an individual in a wealthy area mm-hmm. getting a better education than someone who's not. Absolutely. It needs to come from the government and not from the taxes. Mm-hmm. The taxes should be collected and then divvied out. And, any, and anybody in a wealthier area who says, well, that's not fair, you need to look at yourself in the mirror and remember that you're giving your taxes not only for yourself but for America yeah. and Americans and for the youth that will grow and make the country grow better. to a better place. Right. Which and that's where, so when you look at urban, mm-hmm. should have the same type of schools, mm-hmm. same good teachers, same blue ribbon, because everybody likes to call their school a blue ribbon. Mm-hmm. We need to find a new system to change the way mm-hmm. that the money is being distributed. I think that if Trump, as good as he is, I think that's something he's very capable of figuring out how to make happen. That's um, a good I, point. I think that a man such as... Uh, such as himself, that's so savvy on how to be able to do. Are this. you giving him a call to action? I'm calling him out. That would be out. good. I'm calling him out. Give Trump. him a call to action. Call him out. Do that. If you can figure, if you can figure out how to make this country great, it's it, and it comes to finances and it all boils down to that. Figure out how to make this 
What, you know, yeah, make saying, education make it, equal yeah. opportunity for yeah. everyone. Make it if, if healthcare is too much to ask because that's also an issue that we need to get into that. Yeah, we'll we'll do that um, on another one. Yeah but, yeah, but right now it's like it all falls down to this. A lot of America right now that you see all over the news, they're hurt, they're angry, they've been hurt, they're angry. But you can't also point the finger at Trump, 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 and you can't point the finger at the white folk, and you can't just point the finger at the Republicans or whoever it is that you want to classify. Or Democrats, independents, yeah. Because I'm sure a lot of these people didn't vote. Hmm. I'm sure they didn't vote, and they didn't think that Trump was going to win. They probably thought Hillary was going to win. And mm-hmm. they were like, I don't want her, I don't want him. But what happened? Mm-hmm. She didn't make it. No. He did. And that is where the problem lies. So now, America, you're hurt, you're angry, you're scared. You got to vote. And you might not be a fan of Trump. You might not be a fan of Biden. You know, maybe, But if you don't like Trump and you want him out, you're going to have to do what you're going to have to do. And sometimes you got to risk it. it. In this situation, it's like playing, playing roulette. You just got to hope and pray that it falls onto the thing that you want. But you have to take action. Because all this hurt and pain that you're, you're upset about, and rightfully so, you got to look at what did you, what did you, how were you involved in this? Right. You have to take accountability. It's like a breakup, you know? Uh, yeah. And if it fails, you can't just be like, it was them. It was, it like, was their what, fault. What right? about, yeah. It takes two to dance the dance and you're living in this country and you have the right to vote. And if you haven't vote, which I know a lot of people that didn't vote. Right. And that's where, so I'm looking at it, not only from where you're speaking of from the voting of the president, but uh, George Floyd's brother did that great speech when they did the walk that day. And he did mention, don't just do it for the presidential. You have to be there for the primaries. You have to be there for when it comes to your towns. Because, and I think, and I was just talking to a friend of mine, um, you guys know, maybe everybody, uh, Errol, and we were going back and forth about this. We need a new breed of politician. Yeah. We need individuals because men and women I I always keep saying I I would love to have an African American uh, female president Mm -hmm. I think she would whip this state into shape real quick Michelle needs to be like listen listen boo (laughs) you know how to make the calls come on I I think we need a new breed I do I think we need a new breed I think we need to stop looking at individuals just because they're a lawyer and you said it before police officers because they take the the road into Mm -hmm. politics at times it's not just about those avenues that should make you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. We need, and I pride myself on this, this is why I'm pushing myself into politics because we need leaders that are empathetic. That's mm-hmm. like our word for the day, our word for the program. It's going to allow them to be able to help the masses mm-hmm. and not just themselves. Yeah. We need that selfish, and I'm even going to say a lot of things that Hillary did was selfish. Mm-hmm. So. I wasn't ecstatic about her either, but we need the new breed. Yeah. We do. We need. I mean, a female Latina would be fantastic as well. We need more of that. I know they're out there, but like, we just need more. I, we need diversity. I feel like this country definitely needs to see what it's like to be run by a woman. Countries around the world that are successfully happy have done have had women presidents. One hundred. Yes. And they've been fine. I think. Again, the U.S. is so behind on so many things. Well, it's been repressed. Again, yeah. I think the system itself, being the way it's set up right now, it's money, 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 and then, oh yeah, more money. And that's all it is. The actual... I mean, for you to tell me that Trump spoke about money today and how this guy would he He basically down gave you a P&L report of what's going on with the country right now. Again, not... What's going on with the country right now is that people are writing and looting and people right. are protesting. That's right. what's happening. What right. do you not see? He's showing the numbers. He's a businessman. Look, like but I businessmen always... businessmen lie too. You know how many businessmen will True. lie to your face and say that their business is 
thriving and really they're at the and bottom the numbers are lying yeah yeah the numbers are you're, skewed you're gonna tell me that you gave every u.s uh person that makes x amount of money b- below a certain bracket a check of twelve hundred dollars that we're doing great yeah you're yeah. gonna tell me that you gave away money right you're gonna right. tell me they're doing great look his, don't lie to me his <laughs> famous word and i always say this uh, if, if you took the word tremendous out of his vocabulary his speeches would be probably five seconds <laughs> because the word tremendous he Look, he's trying to make it look like they're doing a good job because we know it's an election mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. I get that. I'm not sitting here trying to... But the truth of the matter is, when I speak about a new breed, there's no compassion there. And I have to say, mm-hmm. Obama was a compassionate man. Okay. I know he wasn't perfect either, by the way. That was his weakness. Everybody th- thought that that was his weakness. Right. Though. But I don't think that's a weakness. It's not. It's a strength. I don't strength. think that's a weakness. A yeah. Strength. But I do think you have to have that strong backbone when it comes to business as well mm-hmm. to be able... I always tell people, I would love to run with a Republican. Because yeah. again, I really within that Democratic independent range, mm-hmm. but I really would love a Republican to run with me because we need balance. I would say, You yeah, know about balance. You're yeah, you're yeah. all about, yeah, you're all yeah. about that. Your yeah. world is very the stars and feeling all... Uh, it's astrology. Astrology, right. They <laughs> I need to take recharge. some of your energy because... Recharge. Yeah, but it's it's the truth. Well, I think if we why, had this balance... Is, this yeah. is why I recharge myself. So sometimes I do let people walk away with my energy that might need it, but I always have a place to, 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 to reset and recharge. But... Honestly, I think that the structure of everything, it's, 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 I went to Russia a year ago and I was so proud to be an American and proud to have all this, you know, liberty and freedom of speech and all this other stuff. But then you come back to the country and you see, you know, Trump talking about, you know, uh, there is no such thing as trans, uh, human rights for transgenders. Mm. So it's kind of like, this is why right now it's, it's June, it's pride month. But it's also Black Lives Matter. And ironically, the, the riots of Stonewall that happened during Pride, it all started with a black trans woman. Mm-hmm. All this protest. I didn't know that. That's started. awesome. So isn't it ironic how it, it, the, the movement of freedom and the movement of equality, both in sexuality and identity, all stemmed from a african-american trans woman uh, and if you see what's going on and on it, these on these instagrams mm-hmm. and everything, i mean african-american women are like on the front line yeah they're holding it down they gotta hold it down they gotta hold it down they, they they know their history more than others you know there's people in the lgbtq community that have no idea that the reason why you can prance around with a with a rainbow on your cheeks is because of a black transgender I woman i did not know that you just and, educated and, me thank and you and that's the beautiful thing about being around diversity it's, it's having an open-minded op- open to learning new things and with that being taught something um you know people want to label me a liberalist people want to label me a this i'm just a humanitarian i dislike i I, I, lo- I just love fairness i just love respect and and i i love those things because that's what i want for myself i know what it's like to live a life of a colored woman hmm. you know right now i've had this is my natural complexion and, and just wait till summertime comes. I'm going to be like three <laughs> shades darker. And then people are going to start looking at me funny and looking at me differently. And it's like, it becomes almost like, uh, just it just becomes normal. But that normal needs to be throughout unlearned. Throughout. Yeah. I think the normal forever. It's funny. We talk about, you know, we're in 2020. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 2020 vision yep. is very good vision. Yes. So I think we're starting to see yep. more clearly as yep. a country. And that's the interesting part about this. Look, again, I know we had the coronavirus Pandemic. which was right and it and it's it's horrific and oh. there's so many deaths from it and i mean i know it was the unknown so we've had that happen but you know what that kind of reminded us it reminded us that we're not 
the overall, right, exactly, Mm -hmm. best word. Invincible is correct. Mm -hmm. We needed to be reminded that. Humble. Humble is a good word, too. It was like a punch in the face. (laughs) You know, I I was telling you this on the phone. I started my, people usually. Tell everybody, tell, this is a good story. I don't know if you want to go into it, but it's a funny story. People usually start the new year with a bang. Yeah, I got a raise. Yeah, I'm going to this school. I started with a punch in the face. A literal bang. Um, um. I feel like the whole world is getting the same thing. Listen, I know you've so been through a lot, not only with the world, but with yourself as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, and it's and it's tough. This is why, you know, you, like making this, this episode is important because you have to move on. And that's what a lot of people right now dealing with pain and grief, they're, they're carrying on. And they're carrying on the best way that they can, using their voices, using their relationships. They're using getting it their out. Platform, and, and not being uh, made quiet. Um, I'll make a quick, quick, quick reference that this has taught me a lot. It's, it's about what do you want? For yourself, Jasenia, and you want the respect that you're giving the people. You want that dignity that you're giving other people. So just be your authentic truth is all I could ever, ever suggest to anybody. And I remember a friend of mine who was a little concerned about a post that I post because I was a little bit emotional. But hell yeah, I was. I mean, I had just watched uh, Anonymous video, which is mad scary. If you haven't seen it, it's scary. It looks like a movie. I watched what you said, though. I don't think that was... I mean, you were being real and raw. And I think that was great. Yeah, and and, and they were a little bit afraid. And once I, I said what I said, I was like, what? Because I'm not a... I'm not like Gary V, so right. I shouldn't be cursing. Right. What? Because I'm not, you know, the girl. Listen, Ryan, you could be Jesse on you know, the block. <laughs> I was like, what? Because I'm not on Love and Hip Hop, like that white girl well, there. Why does everyone like, have to label like, you as like, one I way? Like, though? I was like, I was like, but wait, what? Why? Because um, I'm not black. I can't cry. I was like, no, man. I was like, and then when I said all those things. What? Because I'm a woman, I shouldn't curse like Gary Vee. Oh, because, you know, I'm, I'm not white on love and hip-hop. I can't, you know, go out there and protest. Oh, because I'm not this woman that's black and crying. I, I shouldn't be emotional. He was like, I'm... He apologized. He's like, I'm so sorry. My, my, my ancestors for the last 400 years have been told to shut up. Mm-hmm. How dare I tell a woman and of color... And this is someone who knows you very yeah, well. Yeah, a woman of color, nonetheless, to tell you to shut up right that, t- that takes a lot to step back from yeah. as well yeah because you re- and, and he read himself and that's and a I'll, big and, deal and i'll never first that's of all I'll, I'll never forget the the moment of being proud for myself because i am the type of person that i would have just taken it down i would have been that i would have been upset and then i would have just taken out my, my 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 feelings of hurt another way but i stood up for myself and, you stuck and to your this guns. is what the people are doing they're standing up for themselves they're standing up for themselves. They're being un- unapologetically themselves. And that needs to be reciprocated with respect. Again, if it's not hurting somebody, which is what I said, too. If I true, ain't hurting nobody. True. Violence is unnecessary. Violence is not, it does not solve yes. anything. And if, and if they're not hurting anybody, then you have two options. Pay attention mm-hmm. or just keep looking away. But looking away is the reason why they're going to be louder and louder and louder. Mm-hmm. You have to, at one point, force yourself to be like, how can we make this? A place where we can all coincide and live as 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 as, as one because yeah. it's it all boils down to that. This country is run by a lot of minorities, a lot of immigrants. There's a lot of history here with 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 the Indians and the Africans. So it's like, forget all that. 
clean that slate and let's begin anew. Yeah, I mean, I have to tell you, I, my family, you know, I wasn't like Christopher Columbus's like great, 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 great grandson. Yeah. I'm Italian. My yeah. family came on the boat. You know what I mean? They were gay, came over and they get were thrown the in. Get on the get boat. On <laughs> they when they came over, they were looked down upon. Yep. You know, nobody. They weren't Americans. You guys were immigrants, right? And and, and, right. and, and a lot of the things. Cubans that are very they, they pass as the really light yeah light skin Cuban, sure sure they pass as white sure they forget that they're first of all they forget they they forget <laughs> and the thing is it's like you gotta remember yeah. your history and your culture because yeah. you were once oppressed too just like the Italians and were. that's why we need to think just of each like other the as Irish equal were, yeah yeah we gotta look at it and that has to change yep. the time has come and I'm I'm glad I'm glad is not the right word I'm very I'm elated mm-hmm. with the fact that individuals are out there sticking together, speaking together, mm-hmm. loving one another, mm-hmm. standing by one another, and not afraid of anything that comes at them right now. They're really at, it, it came to a boiling point. And because of, again, social media, like we've spoken about, uh, we're looking at different things that are happening with mental illness because of the police. We're looking at it from what we're going to see from this. And you mentioned the children, because you have to remember, Instagram, yeah. Facebook, Twitter, all this, children are seeing this oh, yeah. all. This is going to change everything in their mindset. It it's going to be, it's going to be, again, 2020 is 2020 vision right now. We're, I, everything's coming clear. I think for the parents right now that are dealing with the, they think of it as it's so difficult for me to have these conversations with my kids. Imagine the people. Oh, of it color, has to be had. You have ima- to have. But them. imagine the people of color that have had to have these conversations with their kids privately. That's a great point. To make them understand. Point. Wow. This is where I. This is where it's like a. It's it's a brain fart for some people, and it, and to me, it just. It, I don't know how you can't see the other side of the coin. You know, again, it's not about being liberal. It's not about. It's about just being a damn good human, human being. being. At the end work. of the day, yep. at the end of the day, these labels, like you said, are 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 are. are insignificant at the at the root at and the most core. of them are opinionated yeah there's not a true label for someone mm-hmm. it's an opinion but keep going I so, cut you off. so I feel like right now it's up to the parents that right now are trying to be educated by their kids I saw a lot of videos that went yeah. viral with girls children are crying to their parents and saying how do you think that this is wrong and that people that 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 it's okay to kill this guy like and you could hear the parent on the other side like well he was he was a criminal he obviously died because he he, he did something wrong and they're like no right they didn't no. know like, they had no, no idea yeah so it's it's such an interesting time I mean I can say that as a first generation I've taught my parents a lot I've taught my parents a lot through conversation, through through fights, through arguments, through crying, through through life experiences, that the world is not the way they see it, the way they were taught in their in their country. Because out in third world countries too is the same thing with with black and white and color and and, and economical status and all that other stuff. And when you come to this country, you know, you're taking that information, you're keeping it here, but you're forgetting you're a minority, you're forgetting you're an immigrant, you're forgetting all these things. Then you have your daughter here who has black friends, who have gay friends, who has a transgender boyfriend. And it's not even about because they're my black friends, because I grew up, or because my boyfriend's trans, you know. It's because at the end of the day, I'm seeing the world the way it is in the now, and it's fucked up, and there needs to be a change. Sure. And now these kids are seeing it for themselves 
And they're saying with the eyes same. wide they're open, wide open, wide open. So it, it's uh, it's interesting when I, I I do my jaywalks. And I was talking about this today. Yeah, tell them. No, it's fine. So it's he does, fine. He does jaywalks. Uh, you guys, <laughs> no. his name is Jay, by the way. If you guys didn't pick that up in the beginning, but yeah. he has this this little segment that he has going on on his his Instagram and on his Facebook, and it's jaywalking. So yeah. go ahead and explain. Yeah. So uh, you guys can find me. It's at J the J Spin, but that's not what I'm out here to do. What I want, and thank you for doing that. But what I really, my point is, when I did my jaywalk this morning and. And what I do is every morning I go out and I just take my my camera and I just go. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you guys don't know, by the way, right now Jasenia is eating a protein bar, <laughs> and I am actually able to sit here and enjoy watching her not try to make a mess on the floor. You're doing a very good job, by the way. So when I do that in the morning, this morning I actually spoke about what you were talking about with parents. My parents, my father, and I, you know my mother who has passed, but you know I, I'm sure she would have said the same. I can't remember very well. Always spoke about you never talk about politics. You never talk about religion, Religion. you never talk about sex, and you never talk about race. Well, guess what? That might have been the way it was then, Mm. but we need to make that change. These conversations need to be had normally between you and I as a friend, your mom and dad, between you and your parents, children, your priest, your rabbi, Mm -hmm. anyone that you have religiously, politicians. We need to start talking about these things. Mm -hmm. The problem is... We've suppressed the fact that African Americans have been treated this way and we never had the conversations mm-hmm. because we figured we'd brush it under the mat and we would never see it again. Yeah. Guess what? It boiled to the point, it's exploded. We need to be talking about transgender, mm-hmm. gay, mm-hmm. straight. We need to talk about everything because it's okay. Yeah. People who fear the life. conversation. Yeah. Live your life. It yeah. Don't, it don't affect me. What you decide to do with yourself does not affect no, me because the, I know me. Right. And that's the other thing. When we get into conversations about these, your job as an individual, when you and I speak, Jasenia, we speak to each other with open mind. I'm listening to what you're saying because I want to take it in. Jasenia just helped me with a little bit of a uh, relationship situation that I had. And I sat there. And at times, my brain gets combative even if no matter what. And I have to slow my roll and listen a little better. We need to do that as individuals. Knowing when we go into a conversation with someone... I could be talking to a Trump individual mm-hmm. and they could be getting upset about something that they feel they're very passionate mm-hmm. about. It is not my job to change their mind. No, no. That's not what a conversation is. A conversation is, tell me why you're upset. I want to know. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What do you think? Uh, you're not going to change everyone's mind. No. And that's where it comes to the point where everyone wants to be right, mm-hmm. which is another situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, our president at this point, when you hear him speak, he does want to be right mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. It's okay to admit failure. Yeah. We need to have conversations yeah. though. We need to be able to talk openly. Yeah. You do it. I do it. We need more people to do yeah. it. And it's never about changing your thought process. It's mm. about giving you new information you didn't even know existed. And you do whatever the hell you want to do with it. Right. Appreciate it. the opinion yeah. too. It's not always fact. Yeah. I'm not giving you everything. When I say I like Obama, it's not that everything he did was fantastic. Yeah. It, let's be honest. That's the truth. Yep. But I like the way he was presidential. Yeah. And when I speak to Republican individuals who vote for him, they like him. Yep. If, if Trump and Barack could somehow have like a hybrid chat yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, because that'd be cool. Then that would be great. That'd but be that's cool. Impossible. But it, maybe like, Hey, who maybe knows? You get you get a VP that's like DNA. Trump and you get a little you get an Obama that's a president, uh-huh. you put them together. Look, again, when we you, and that goes back to what I was saying before about a new 
breed of politician. Yeah. We need to have that open-minded thought process. We need to get away from red, blue, and purple. We need to have, forget those. When you go into the cereal aisle, they don't give you three options of cereal. No, you get a whole bunch, right? You want Cocoa Puffs, go for mm-hmm. it. You want Mini Wheats, go for it. Mm-hmm. We need to start looking and stop labeling at the politicians and individuals. Yep. We have to stop looking at each other as black, African-American. We have to stop looking at Caucasian, I know. white, First Latino. Of all, why is that in the application? Why when I'm filling out a job, why do I, why do I have to let you know what they, I am? Be, and that's another thing. We could get into a whole nother, <laughs> like, because they have to balance out what they have within their business between different ethnicities. There's something right there that we need to stop doing. If the individual is right for the job, you give them the job. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you look at your balance and you go, oh no, we need more Indian individuals. Yeah. We need to have an Indian man or woman in it. We just need to have them so we can make it look like we're covering ourselves. No. What we need to do is interview them fair. Right. Interview them fairly. Doing things out of fear. Bring them in. Ignorance. Ignorance. Yeah. It brings us right back. It brings the chaos. And it's just just a whole damn cycle all over. All over. And I think, again, I know we've had numerous conversations here, but I think that's right there, the basis of it. I think what you're talking about is the fear and the hatred Mm -hmm. that have been meshed together Mm -hmm. with all of this. I think we've seen it boil and we're looking at hopefully again i believe very much in action leads to progress you mentioned action as well which needs to have we need progress change is good i love when people use the word change i'm more of a progress person because you can change your underwear doesn't mean you're progressing yeah that's Uh, true so that's why we say change and growth very good yeah yeah, i like that i like that a lot i've been on my own journey of, of of that and um and i think that right now the whole world should be taking the time because everyone's at standstill. I mean, things are going to start going back to normal, but the new normal is not the normal that we're, we're so used to. It's 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 going to still be stressful. Mm-hmm. I read an article that a lot of people that never had any mental health issues are experiencing mental health issues right now because sure. of the pandemic. You know, not having work, being afraid of going out, you know, what what's going to happen moving forward. And again, it all boils down to conversation, education, there's resources out there people don't know about. Some are a little harder than others, but you can get there. When there's a will, there is a way. And Jay, that conversation we don't even get into, but I know I gave you a little bit of advice as a friend. Yes. Did it at least make you think a little bit differently? So absolutely. So, and you know, that's a good point you make because when I gather data, when I'm sitting with somebody, Mm -hmm. I don't always have the time to process it. And this goes with conversations that you have to have. Like, again, we're talking about conversations now and we're staying on that plat uh, because of the fact that when you take that information, it's always a good time to step back. So to answer your question, I did, I stepped back, I thought about it and I realized that I was overanalyzing it, like you said. So I did not respond in any format. I took the information, I used it and no, and again, that's something that we all have to do. Yeah. Again, and it's not easy. It's easier said than done. It is, but no it's a daily practice. It. No one wants to hear it. But no, like, but it's, you know what? Again, it goes back to us wanting to be right all the yeah. time. I, you we're know, sticking to your way because you're comfortable with it. That's and you know huge. It. That's and huge. That's, that also goes back to what we're talking about even with mm-hmm. police officers mm-hmm. and or the life we've been living mm-hmm. as the America we've been. It's been very comfortable for us yeah. to do what we're doing constantly. This, this is uncomfortable. A very then, uncomfortable, yeah. right? It's very, very uncomfortable right? for people. But with uncomfort, what happens? It becomes change and growth. Right. Yeah. And it's ginormous. I know you, listen, again, we're both on this whole journey in yeah, life that we're yeah. both going through. And yeah. I'm sure you'll give your life story on your next podcast. I will, I will. Yeah, um, something well, not, to look forward probably, to, guys. Probably not too deep into it because I don't want to uh, disclose too many things. But I think one of the things that I've learned uh, in this last uh, few weeks has been 
sometimes you have to do you have to break the cycle and 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 i've shared a few things that i told you uh previous friends from the past that were probably no good i reached out to just to kind of make amends and now we're amends but they wanted to come back into my life and i'm just kind of like no like negative energy stay away we we, we set our things we leave our peace the store's closed and (laughs) it took like me saying it, it it took me saying it the fourth time um today but you know, it's 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 the old comfortable me would have just gone to them and been like, oh, let's pick up where we left left off because every time something bad happens to me, like we rekindle our friendship and then we go hard and then it's comfortable. But I I, I can't. I I've, I've allowed myself with as much as as it hurts and as scary as it is. That's a good scare. It's a it's a good new fear. Yeah. And this is a good new fear that America needs to have too, which is really freaking crazy. It's it's again everybody um, is talking about. They're being real. They're being real woken mm-hmm. with all this, mm-hmm. and in their personal, in their relationships, in their careers, and and in and in the future. So, just keep your eye open. Uh, put out the good energy, good vibes. Stay true. And um, with that being said, Jay, is there anything else? No, you nailed it. The only thing I always say at the end of my series when I'm done is I say, "Hey guys, stay strong, stay positive, stay safe." Stay healthy and stay united. I love it. I love it. Thank you. High five. Thank you. Actually, no. High elbow. Oh, yeah. We can't. Yep. Yeah. And we are social distance. Yeah, we we are, are sitting further away yeah, from each other. You yeah. guys, again, can't see us. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. No. Finish it off. Thank you guys for tuning into a Girl Talks. Um, this is episode and eight. And thank you for having me. No, thank you. This was really fun. Um, we will definitely have more guests coming in. Uh, for those that have not heard any of my other episodes, please take the time to do so. There's some fun stuff. There's some deep stuff. And um, if you have any suggestions, please email me at a girl talks podcast at gmail.com. Bye.